Hi everyone, it's Elizabeth Groshar, licensed real estate instructor and broker owner of EDG Realty and EDG Realty Refer in Sarasota, Florida. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of I Got My Real Estate License, Now What? On some past podcasts, I've talked about different ways that you can get leads. And now that you've gotten all those leads, they want to go see some houses. So let's talk about how we go ahead and set that up. First and foremost, before showing any homes, you want to make sure that your buyer is pre-approved through a lender or if is paying cash has provided you with a proof of funds. You want to make sure that you're showing homes to somebody that is ready and able to purchase them. So if you don't have a local lender on hand, make sure you reach out to one. You want to get your customer pre-approved if they're not already with someone that you can trust. If they already have a pre-approval, make sure to reach out to that lender and just see that they verified their credit and income because if not, they're just going based off what the customer told them. And while you're talking with them, you can build a relationship along the way since you'll probably go under contract and be in contact with them quite often. So now that we've got that out of the way, your buyer is likely going to want to see a ton of homes. Just know that when you do too many in one day, they're going to all start running together. My suggestion is to stick to about five to seven homes a day and go to the ones that they really want to see the most. Try and keep the distance close and review all the properties with the buyer to make sure that they're matching everything within their must-have list. If it's not going to fit, why view it? So now that we have our list of properties, which they likely received from your auto MLS search, and if you don't know how to set that up, you can probably do a quick online class with your MLS. I know Stellar MLS has one. And if you're a member of Stellar MLS and don't know how to do it, shoot me a message. I can give you a quick overview. So the information that I'm giving you from here on out is based off of my MLS, which is Stellar, but I assume that most of them are fairly similar. So now that we know that properties that your customer wants to go see, you can go on your MLS and check off those properties on the side. And at the bottom, there will be a button that says directions. And if you hit that button, a map will pop up with all of those properties in it and you can set up appointments in the order that the map shows you. So if you haven't taken this customer out yet, it's a good idea to ask them how long they think they'll need at each property just so you can schedule the showings accordingly. If they're not sure, 20 minutes, 15 maybe, is a fairly good estimate for some people but some people are in and out quick and some people take a very long time. Try not to take too long. And if they're quick, you know, let them be quick, um, but try and get in there and show them the entire house. The seller, you know, is out of the home for this time. So try not to do it for a long time as well. And there may be other showings. You don't want to take up too much time, but definitely allow them enough time to properly view the home. So to find out how to schedule an appointment for a specific home, It should be on the listing under Realtor Remarks on the MLS. It will likely say a lot of the time use showing time to schedule, which will just be a button at the top, and you can press that and schedule it directly from there. And if they accept the appointment, it will notify you via text or notification, depending on how you have it set up. And it will also notify you if they decline. Now that you've scheduled all your showings, it's time to prepare your showings. So at the very least, you definitely want to have a printout of the customer synopsis MLS. Or if your customer is more electronic savvy, you can always send them a PDF as well. Additionally, a lot of these properties will have attachments to them at the top. It'll be a paperclip item, such as HOA disclosures, homeowner docs, seller disclosures, or anything like that. I personally like to add the MLS page and then add the attachments after into one PDF. 
and then I send it prior to the showing and just let the customer know that they can review it in case they have any questions on any of the attached documents, such as a seller disclosure. And if so, we can find those out prior to going to see. And if anything is a deal breaker, they might not want to see the property and it will save you and your buyer time. Additionally, if my buyer is not inquiring on a significant amount of properties, you know, like 15 to 20, if it's just the five to seven that we're going to see, I'll likely look up the permits as well to see if there's anything that the listing agent might have missed in their listing, such as a newer roof or a newer AC. And the same goes for if it's older, I'll know if there's no permits, it's likely that the original items are in the home. So if there are permits, I will usually write on the front of the MLS sheet, you know, 2022 roof, or if it's in PDF form, I'll just attach the permit to the back of the PDF. I also like to bring along a showing form with me that they can write on. It just allows the buyer to write down any information about the property that they might need when making a decision later on, such as square footage, bedroom, bathrooms, all that fun stuff. And if children are coming along, I also like to print one out for them as well. And I bring a clipboard so they can follow along and kind of include them in the process. And if you do want any ideas of these, just shoot me an email, elizabethgroshar at forsalesrq.com. Other than scheduling the showings and any questions the buyer might have prior to showing the home, unless you're making an offer or going under contract with them, you likely won't have too much contact with the listing agent. So now that you're ready to go on the showing and you looked up all the permits for the most part, you should be prepared for any questions that the buyers have while you're there. But if you do not know the answer, you can reach out to the listing agent and that would be another time that you would talk to them. Most agents use something called a super e-key or some call it a centra box. Um, so with ours, all you have to do is have talk to your board if you don't have one and they set it up as an app on your phone and it works with Bluetooth and it will open the lock boxes at the properties. But if you have never used one before, make sure you go to your board or your broker and test one out just prior so you know how to use it. You don't want to look silly the first time you're trying to open it. So when scheduling your showings, you should be giving yourself a little bit of extra time in case you take longer at any of the properties or if you're running late or sometimes if you're running early too. So give yourself a longer window than you would be at the showing for. And if you're running late or anything like that, you want to make sure to reach out to the listing agent to make sure you know it's still okay to show it because they might have other scheduled showings or the people might live there. I also like to tell my buyers to kind of drive through and look at all the properties beforehand just so they can get a feel for the neighborhood. And if there's any properties they drive past and don't want to go inside, we can know beforehand and we can either cancel the showing or if we haven't scheduled it yet, then we won't schedule one. So if you don't do this prior and they get to a house and they don't really want to go in and see it, just give the listing agent a courtesy call to let them know. Or if you want, you can go in and take a quick look yourself so you're able to give them some feedback when they ask. Uh, make sure you read all of the instructions prior to showing homes in case there's anything special such as like an alarm code or needing to take off your shoes or other special instructions. In addition to the customer copy of the MLS, you're going to want to print a broker's copy for yourself and just write this on top so you don't forget. Make sure you don't give the customer the broker's copy because it does have broker only information on the bottom. You just give them the customer synopsis copy of the MLS. Make sure ahead of time that you always know where you're going. Be prepared for a little bit of traffic along the way. And if the customer loves a home and want to make an offer, you can go ahead and get that process started and make sure you send the offer over with your pre-approval letter or proof of funds. 
But if they have not made a decision from this set of showings, they may want to go look at another one again, or they may want to see some additional homes as well. So every time you do this, you're going to want to make sure you're educated on the homes that you're showing because they will likely be asking you a lot of questions. That's why you should do the PDF with the attachments on every one, at least so they have information prior to showing, and you can ask the listing agent prior to going to the showing if they do have any big questions. Another big question a lot of new agents have is if you should drive with your customers or have them meet you at the property. That's more of a brokerage preference. My personal preference for insurance reasons is to meet my customers there. It also does give me some time in between showings if I need to contact the listing agent from the previous showing and ask them any questions. And I can usually get it answered by the time we get to the next showings. So the basic takeaway from doing showings is always stay informed and make sure to practice opening up your Supra beforehand. Be courteous to other agents, your customers, most importantly yourself. Don't run yourself dry seeing too much in one day. And of course, if there are any exceptions for the war, there are exceptions for every rule, such as if you have like a customer in town that's only there for a few days, of course, you can see a couple extra homes. But these are just some of the basic different ways I have done showings in the past that have seemed to work the best. So thanks for listening to another episode of I Got My Real Estate License, Now What? I'm Elizabeth Groshar, licensed real estate instructor and broker owner of EDG Realty and EDG Realty Refer in Sarasota, Florida. Have a wonderful week and weekend. Get out there, do those showings. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out.